What's going on, everybody? Back with a special Wednesday edition of the Feline Sports Podcast. That's the Forever I Love Atlanta Sports Podcast. Um, coming together real quick before the draft tomorrow. To, uh, let's talk about these Hawks. It's your boy, Coach Mario, and my co-host, Don. What's going on? What's good? How y'all doing this evening? We're pretty much 24 hours away. Well, less than 24 hours away. From the 2019 NBA draft, I know a lot of the Hawks fans, we're excited because we have two top 10 picks, but we don't know what we're going to end up doing. We probably won't find out anything until the draft tomorrow. So there's going to be a lot of speculation, and I'm pretty sure there's been a lot of speculation going on the past few weeks of what we're going to end up doing. But we'll talk about that once we get into the topic um, if you're new to this channel, please hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. That way you know when our shows drop. We normally drop the information in the sport in the line of sports um scene. We'll we'll pretty much drop it, drop an extra show, just like we're doing tonight. Um <clears throat> if you're joining us live. Um, if feel free to ask questions or just say hi in the chat. We'll um, we'll holler right back at you. Also, if you're watching this show at a later time, please hit us up in the comment section and we'll get back. Um, we'll answer your comments at a later time. And also, uh, please share this video with other um, Atlanta sports fans who likes to listen to sports podcasts or share this video. What uneducated people, especially <laughs> Falcon fans, they know everything. He had to. Ah, uh, yeah, I had to go there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I had to go there. Share this video with people who need to be educated on um on sports, please, because we, you know, we here for y'all. We here for y'all. It is free. We're not asking for anything. You don't have to donate anything to us. We we'll help you. So that way, I mean, you if you want to, though, hold on. Yeah, I'll give my cash out. Hold on. Yeah, you, no, want, no, you no, want to no, give no, us some no, money, no. then that's fine. But at the end of the day, I'm, I, I'm just tired of seeing people look dumb on, on social media and stuff, man. It just it just it, it, it breaks my heart, man. It really does. Well, anyway. We have our we have our resident FOS friend of show, uh Mr. Devontae in the house with us today to talk about these hawks. Let them know who you are and where they can find you at, Devontae. Hey everybody, I'm Devontae Hughes. You can find me on Twitter at Cookie by Nature. Every other social media by at Cookie by Nature. You can also find my articles on SportsTalkATL.com. Hey, did you start a new podcast? Tell them about your new podcast. You yeah, no, that's what I'm. I was, I was trying to leave that for a surprise for tomorrow, but <laughs> let's go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can put it on Twitter. Oh, no, 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 we're going to be helping you out. But if uh, put it on Twitter, how is it a surprise? <laughs> 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 Everybody is called the Heart of Atlanta Podcast. It's going to be at HOA Podcast on Twitter. Y'all hit me up with y'all questions. Hashtag HOA Podcast. I'm going to try to get them answered by tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, probably, because I'm going to the draft party. If y'all going to the draft party, definitely hit me up on Twitter, and I'm going to see if I can meet with y'all and ask y'all some questions and get y'all included in one of my articles. I'm I'm actually going to be doing some traveling. As always. Oh, come holler at your hometown sports sports podcast. Yeah. And Devontae, I'm going to be doing some traveling tomorrow, but I'm uh, going to definitely tune in to you. Uh, right. I'm probably going to be in the airport by then. I'm going to pull up to a bar. It's going to be on YouTube, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, send us send us a link to the channel because I'm I'm gonna be driving tomorrow too, so I can be um listening to it as well. So but uh let's jump into it, man. Uh talking about these hawks tomorrow. The draft is coming up. Um yesterday uh, I listened to the Lloyd Pierce interview on Don's favorite station, I believe. Uh ready yeah, sports talk station <laughs> in, in Metro. <laughs> And uh, he, he said something that we pretty much knew already. I've seen some people on Twitter. We don't need to package the picks. We don't need to package the picks. Uh, no way we're going to draft five. I'm sorry. No way any coach or front office guy wants five rookies on a team. Six rookies on a team. Plus, first, you forget. Three seconds. Huh? We got three first and three seconds right now. Oh, yeah. Six plus. You know, um, Kevin Herter and Trey Young will only be in their second year, so nobody's having trying to have a team full of uh, 20, 22 year olds. That's two seconds right now. They just traded one of those seconds to the. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we, we talked about that. Yeah. 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 So um, everybody's thinking that we're trying to package and move up. What 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 what, what do you see on that, Devontae? Um, I see them like with the second round pick specifically. I see them packaging just a. Just to basically move out of that round for a future because they don't want – well, he's on record. Trevor Slink is on record saying he doesn't want five rookies on his team. And I think three is the max we're going to see. But if they do trade up, I think it's going to be only to, like, as high as, you know, five, which I personally don't want to do that only because, to me, this draft is a top three draft. Like, the top three picks, which is Zion, John Morant, R.J. Barrett, those are the guys that we just know we're going to, you know, break out and be stars early on. But everybody else is like, you're drafting for potential. And I think that's when the value lies and you get – Eight, ten, and seventeen. You see what you can do. Exactly what we did last time. We're just drafting Trey Young, Kevin Hurd, and Omari Spellman, and we got three solid guys. So I think three more solid yeah. guys can help this team out for the future. Yeah, but I heard Tra- Travis uh, Slink. He did say that he wanted to package some of those uh, second round picks. Um, I don't know if it's to move up, but we just saw that uh, we acquired a conditional 2024 second round pick in cash considerations for on the Heat in exchange. We gave them our forty fourth pick in uh in this year's draft. So but um there has been some word that and it's been off speculation the past week that we were gonna trade uh with Cleveland. We were gonna get their fit their fifth overall pick for and Kevin Love for our eighth and tenth or eighth and seventeenth pick. Here's my thing. I don't if we package um, two first round, two for uh, two of our first round picks. It don't need to be eighth and tenth. We can give up an eighth and the seventeenth. I think that'd be good. But but trading two of your top ten picks that would just move down a few spots, I don't think that's a good move. Um, you know, it, it seems like in basketball, like Devontae first just said, if you don't get one of the top guys. You know, it doesn't seem like the NFL where everybody can get a, for a good good player in the first two rounds. You know what I'm saying? It's like 64 good players, you know. And basketball, it seems like each draft, you're going to have one or two superstars, and maybe you can find your guy at 19 like we got Collins. But most of the time, it's the guys at the top of the draft, and it seems like, you know, we're willing to do whatever we have to do to get up to the top of the draft.
Yeah, to me, to me, there's like there's going to be sixty players drafted, but a good fifteen of them is going to be, you know, like actual solid NBA players. So it is a crapshoot, but I trust Travis Lincoln in the job he's done so far. So I know that you you know much more about the players coming out than I do, Devontae. Besides the three guys you just named, who else do we want? Who would we want? Um, uh, man, it's it's hard to it's hard to project because I seen their workouts and it wasn't that many like top ten guys I would say like outside of like Cam Reddish and like Siku I'm gonna say Dumbuya I don't know if that's the how you say his last name mm-hmm. but outside of those guys I think it's gonna be some really some really reaching where you think about like what can they bring to this to this team like offensively and defensively because Sling did say he's looking for length, athleticism, and defense. Which when I think about that, that almost screams Siku because he's what like six nine, like a Lamar Odom type, can run up down the floor, pass the ball, shoot it, defend. And he actually on record saying that he can defend all positions. Just, I would like to yeah. see that, but you know, I feel like... <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> so I feel like that would be a great pick if he gets past number nine because I feel like the Wizards are starting to like him. I feel like he he will be our tenth pick there, just basically because he could be our like Pascal Siakam that Toronto has. I think he's a less polished version of him. And we all just see what saw what he just did in the finals. Let's let, before we uh, go to the next topic. Let's because uh, there's a lot of people in the chat right now. Um, that Georgia boy 17, what's good, man? Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, Juju, he said, we talking basketball, bet. Pat man in the building, what's good, Pat? Uh, Juju said, uh, DeAndre uh, Hunter would be a solid addition at, uh, five. What do you guys think about what he said? Uh, I think I think that'd be a, some solid value at five, but I feel like trading eight and ten is just a just a bit of a reach there because those eight and ten and, and uh you know there's not that far from five, so you're like you're getting almost a similar caliber player just three picks behind. So I feel like you if you get Cam Reddish instead of DeAndre Hunter, I think they basically almost cancel each other out because uh, Cam Reddish to me has a higher ceiling than that. Uh, DeAndre Hunter does. Even though DeAndre Hunter is, to me, one of the best defensive players in this draft, I'm looking for a bit of more of a two-way guy. And at eight, I think that's a perfect spot for Cam. Yeah. Cam, Cam he's a he's a more balanced player. He can he play defense, and we know he can shoot. So, um, Jonathan, uh, what's good, man? How you doing tonight? Dougie uh, Fresh, one, two, three, said, I'd rather the Hawks stay put. And uh, just draft the eight, ten, and seventeen. That may end up happening. We may end up just not, you know, moving in the first round, and in the second round, we may just, you know, trade our second round picks for either cash or, you know, trade for the next year or something like that, and just be satisfied with just three three rookies we got in the first round. You can't really beat that deal. Then. You know, I, I know it's a little off subject, but that makes me think about uh, years ago when Joe Johnson first came. When Joe Johnson first came, we had Josh and I think we had Marvin. I think Marvin was in his uh, first year and I think Josh was in his second year. And uh, it was an incident that happened on the road where pretty much Joe Johnson got upset because <laughs> Marvin Williams and Josh Smith 
were throwing water balloons off the hotel balcony, if y'all remember this story. And Josh and Joe Johnson was basically was like, I can't believe I just signed to a place where we got guys who throwing water balloons and we millionaires. I think that's the reason we don't want three rookies on the team or <laughs> to, to, to draft that many rookies again. Uh, you just need some veteran, some veteran presence, and we have a very young team. So I don't think, and you got to think now, rookies. You know, a lot of these these, these are first year guys. So these guys are nineteen. Sometimes they're not twenty. Most of these guys aren't even old enough to drink yet. And if you're Lloyd Pierce, like I say, you're not trying to travel around with 15, 22 year olds <laughs> or twenty year olds. <laughs> that's that's just not something the club is interested in doing. And we don't even know we don't even know Vince Carter coming back next year. Yeah. That's another thing too. So we're gonna need a, a veteran presence in the locker room. I think it's a poss- it's a great possibility that he does come back. I don't think anyway. Like even though he had a solid season, he didn't have that much interest in it. It took him to what like talking about it as uh, during last year's summer league. Talking about he was on the I know he was on the commentary team talking about he would love to play again, and that's when the Hawks signed him. I don't mm-hmm. think it was that much interest to him. So he's going to play. He's going to play, but I'm just talking about like as far as the Hawks go. I don't know if he coming back to the. He may want to. He may want to play one more year with Toronto. You know. I would prefer Toronto, but if you want to come back to the Hawks, I ain't gonna say nothing. Trust me, I, 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 I would appreciate he if he come back. Uh, Vince is uh he's a he's a uh, what Florida guy. Maybe he want to go play in uh Florida to finish his career off with the Magic or the Heat or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he went to school in North Carolina, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, going back to the chat real quick. What's up, that Georgia boy? Appreciate you tuning in all the time, man. Um. He likes Nasir Little and Bowl Bowl. And Devontae, I remember last time we had you on that uh, you spoke on those two. You think that would be a nice combination? Yes. I, I wish more people would understand <laughs> that I don't care how skinny Bowl Bowl is. He's skinnier than my pinky, yeah. but he is a yeah. potential like star. I think if he fills out, like not even not even fills out because I've seen his father. His father didn't fill out. So just, yeah. just, no. just be able to stay healthy on the court. I think he can contribute because he already has the length. He has the length, he has the athleticism, Definitely. he just doesn't have the health. And I think that's the only problem with him. Like, LP is this supposed defensive guru, and I only say supposed because I haven't seen it yet. But <laughs> I, I think he can fix whatever Bobo was lacking, really. Okay. Um, the real Pat Man likes Cam and Goga. Is that how you, that's how you pronounce it, right? Goga or Goja? I actually don't know, but we're going to call him Goga for now. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I always say Goga when I see it. And uh, and uh, Jonathan thinks if we stay Pat at eight, ten, and seventeen, he likes Reddish at eight, Jason Hayes at ten, and Kevin Porter Jr. at seventeen. Kevin Porter Jr. is getting a lot. I'm hearing his name coming up more and more and more and more. What kind of um player is he? Do you know Devontae? Uh, some people have been comparing him to like like a bigger Jeremy Lamb, you know. Okay. Players that can come off the bench and just get you buckets. Okay. I feel like at 17, that is definitely, like, some great value to have there. Okay. So, and then, what was that, 10? Hayes. I'm, yeah, Jason Hayes. I'm still thinking about Hayes. Cause I, feel, I feel like he's, like, more of a like – a like a – almost too similar to John Collins because he's, like he's, like, a rim runner and, a, like, a rim protector. But John okay. Collins has expanded his game in the sophomore year, so I can't really just call him that thing right there. But I feel like Jason Hayes doesn't fit offensively because I feel like everybody on the team 
can shoot like outside of Miles Plumley, and he was just a trade filler. So I can't really count him in anything. But we need the two. We need our centers to be able to stretch to stretch the floor. And I can't say that with Jason Hayes. I'm not saying he can't shoot, but there's nothing to go off of his college film saying that he can. He's an excellent around the basket, but we don't really play into the post that much. We play like like um, four four out one in or five out and space the floor. So I don't know what to do with Hayes if he were to be a hawk at this point. point. Now I have a question. Somebody for uh, seventeen. What about uh, Rue? I think I think he's an interesting player. People are comparing him to like Marcus Morris, almost Wilson Chandler, saying he's Paul Millsap. He's one of those tweener guys, like six eight. We don't know if he's a small forward or a power forward. I think he would be an inter- interesting pick at seventeen if he was there. So I got to research more. I don't know why people are like having him fall. He was like top fifteen, but. We we'll had to do some more research to see why he's like being soured on by some of the critics. Yeah, because if he's available at seventeen, I I would like to get him. Um, I know a lot of people don't like Gonzaga players or whatnot, but you know I I like what he did uh, for them, and I know he can develop and he he'll be a great uh, he'll play a great role for the Hawks if we draft him at seventeen. So. It's going to be interesting. If we stay at 8, 10, and 17, it's going to be interesting about that 17th pick because we know who we're going to get at 8 and 10. You're going to pretty much get the best player available. But we know we need we know we need a small forward. So, hey. All right. We'll go back to the chat uh, real quick. Jonathan said he liked to get Cam or Culver over Hunter. Uh, I, I believe that's a. Uh, I, I think most people like that as well, uh, Jonathan. And uh, Dougie Fresh said, if the Hawks draft bowl, we will have the worst defensive starting unit in the NBA. And and I, I, I'm scared of that too. The I'm scared of that too because uh, I I want to see the team add defenders. <laughs> I want to see us get better on offense. I think we have shooters. Uh, we have enough guys that can space the floor. I would like to find a guy who can defend, and and if anything, I would like to find an offensive guy who can drive the ball to the to the rim. I think we have enough spaced out shooters. You know, I, I want to see some defenders at it. Uh, Bo Bo, you know, other people in the chat question is health. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just looks like Bo Bo is just going to break his leg at any moment. I mean, his legs look like twigs. It look like it's a wrap at any moment. But even like Bo Bo, everybody, I don't, I don't understand the hype behind him. I just really think he's not a Travis Link guy. I, I mean, he's certainly what he can do at his height is certainly impressive. The way he can handle the ball and shoot the ball is impressive at his height. Uh, like I say, I'm just wondering, is he a defense? Like on defense, who is he going to guard? Like you know, um, he he'll get bullied in the paint, and I'm not sure he's you know he's athletic, but is he quick enough to stay with a three, or or a guy who can handle the ball at four? What what do you think, Devontae? Does he have that kind of quickness where he can do that? I think he's long enough to do that. Like the, the, the uh, like saying quick enough, uh, I can't really say that because yeah. defensively he is like he is very poor on defense. So, but my response yeah. to people saying like the Hawks have like the worst 
defensive, like, you know, starting five. We already do. So it's like whatever we add <laughs> is not going to make yeah. that worse. It's going it's gonna to somehow make it better. LP and what, year two, year, year – I'm going to say year two, and then all these players going to year two, year three, I think they're going to just naturally get better on the defensive end. So I don't want to just, like – tell us that we, we if we grab the certain player we're gonna just be bad because we made that choice like he has all the potential in the world to become great so i don't want to just limit us like if he says if travis slink says the best player available here is bobo because of that you know all his workouts and his i know he had a limited sample um at what was it oregon but when you watch his tape that was that was some impressive tape even though it was a limited sample so it was like if you feel like you can get something out of him you go for it and here's nothing, and I'm not talking to the people in the chat. I'm talking to people who are going to end up watching this video. Look, y'all, don't get crazy tomorrow with the person who we draft. Because y'all did that last You know, everybody looking crazy because a lot of people was crapping on um, the Luca and Treyon trade when we did draft night last year. You know, all thing I ask, like, look, just trust. Slink know what he's doing. Whoever we draft, look, I'm, I'm going to be happy about it because we already got a promise to team. All thing we're doing, we just adding on talent. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna be contenders of the play. We're gonna be I'm gonna say contenders to the championship, but we're gonna be we're gonna be in the playoffs this year. I'm 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 just calling it now. We won what 29 games last year. All thing we need to do is win like what, six more games. And we we'll be in the playoffs. It's not that hard to get in the playoffs in the East. Yeah, I think I think a healthy John yeah. Collins for the yeah. entire season, we would have been like a 35, 36 win team. I don't think this yeah. team was that bad yeah. last year. Yeah, because he, he missed the first twenty games and then we go like four and sixteen or something like that in them games. Or yeah, three it was, and it was pretty, seventeen it was or something bad. like that. Yeah. All right. Um, we head back to the chat real quick. King Quest seventeen, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, right before you came on, we were already talking about Bobo. You see, we just talked about him a little more. Um, Juke Juke, basically, I uh, was saying the same thing. He was saying that uh, he's worried about his help. He scares that he doesn't like he'll have a long NBA career. And uh, with Isaiah PSN, uh, he was asking, "What can Bobo play?" Yeah, we feel we feel the same. We know what he can do offensively, but it's just like defensively, you know, we're not sure where he would go. And um and uh and that Georgia boy, the same thing. Yeah, basically what I was saying, he wants to see us what we can do on defense. And uh <laughs> Juke Juke said the history of seven two guys in the league isn't good. Uh <laughs> Kareem and Shaq will say something about that. <laughs> but I knew what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Most of the guys that tall, you know, for some reason they don't always they don't always pan out. Yo, give give me Siku and Bobo back to back. I want to be long and athletic. Ain't nobody getting down nowhere. You would really do that? Personally, I don't think they would do it. I would do it. Like on 2K, I would do it. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jonathan said he heard Hayes say in an interview that he wanted to expand his game like Blake Griffin and be able to have a consistent jumper. Well, I I, I hope so. Um, 
Yeah, because Blake Griffin was a guy who could just drive the ball to the hole when he first came into the league. Then he developed a little 17, 18-foot consistent jumper. So um, <clears throat> we will hope that he will be able to do that for his sake, whatever team he lands on. Couldn't Blake already do that, though, at least from the mid-range? It's kind of concerning if you're telling me at the draft you're going to develop a shot. Like, you don't got one already. Like, I understand, like, the coach the coach may have not told you to do that. Like, John Collins, I know at uh, Wake Forest, he was told, you know, he wasn't told to shoot like he does in Atlanta, but he had some semblance of a shot already. So, mm. so it could have been uh, Blake Griffin went to Oklahoma, right? So maybe in Oklahoma he just wasn't asked to do that, but he could do it already. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. I didn't think about it like that as well. Um, Pat said, wasn't LP hired because of his uh, ability to develop defenders, though? <laughs> that's what uh, that's what Devontae said, but we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not going to blame him yet. We haven't, you know, we haven't exactly added the Demari Carrolls of the world, the actual defensive, like, dogs on that end. We got just Trey Young small, Trey Young too small to guard anybody. So just effort from him is what I'm looking for. So I need defensive effort. That's what I got to look for first. Yes, I mean that that's that's eighty percent of defense. Eighty percent of defense is hard, man. You have to want to hustle and stay in front of a guy and cut guys off to the spots. It's it's a mindset. So it's defense, hard. I call it basketball defense, DNA. Too. It's, it's basketball yeah. DNA. Like you gotta college or whatever. Then it's gonna tra- it's gonna transition well in the NBA. Now, if you're trying to develop players to have be- to have better defense, it's going to take them a while to develop that. Um, Pat also said Bobo looks like KP Light. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure on that one. KP? Pat, yeah, we, I don't know who you mean by KP. <laughs> let, me, let me down that a bit and let's go with Thon Maker. I think that's the closest one we can go to right now. Uh, I, Thon Maker, yeah, for the books, right? <clears throat> yeah, uh, not the Bucks. He plays the Pistons now. Um, okay, the Bucks. Don yeah. Maker, if he if he looked like his mixtape just a little bit more, that, that's that's who Bobo is. <laughs> Look, I'm thinking 2K because on my game, uh, Don Maker on Milwaukee on my season. <laughs> and uh, Don, he said, "Where are his skills?" Oh, um, that's me. I know I'm tripping. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pat said the East is going to be weak in uh, 19 and 20. The East is weak. When's the last time the, the East was stronger than the West? When is when is the last era? All right, we know in the 80s, in the 80s, late 80s, the East was stronger. You had Mike, you had the Knicks, you had the Pacers, uh, you had Chicago, you had Detroit. Um, Atlanta was actually decent. Um, when's the last time the East has been stronger than the West? Was, oh. I, was I alive at the time? It's, it's, it's been, look, 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 they've been having like little splashes in the pan. We know Detroit, when they won in 2004, everybody said, oh, the East is back. Yeah, right. Then the Celtics, they had, you know, the Celtics in uh, 2009, they won a championship, and people thought that he, they was going to be winning. You could say my you can stay by the conference, though, because those teams, like pretty much the Celtics, were you, you know, these teams were head and shoulders above the other teams in the conference. <laughs> Whereas on the West Coast, you know, you've had the Lakers, you've had Portland, you've had San Antonio. Those three teams be consistently good for the past 20 years. You know, I mean, for, for the part, the 2000s, he was either the Spurs or the Lakers. Winning the championship. 
Remember, remember Sacramento. You know, mm-hmm. remember Sacramento was tough with uh, Turkaloo and uh, C. Well about there for several years as well. Yeah, I love. Mm-hmm. I, remember watch, I love watching uh, Chris Webber, man. Yeah. And then, like I say, Portland was strong when they had uh, Stoudemire and Bunsey Wells and uh, all that gang there. You know what I'm saying? They were very strong. Ruben Patterson, Kobe Stopper. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were strong back then. So, man, we um, – I don't – I'm, I'm going to go say that if anybody – I don't think that the East has been stronger than the West since the late 80s or early 90s. And this is why I wow. said, and this, and this is why I said the Hawks should be in the playoffs this upcoming season. It's not hard to make the playoffs in the East if you can win almost what forty games or less than forty, like between thirty-five to forty games. You can you can sneak in the playoffs as a seventh or eighth seed easily. And uh. Dougie Fresh said he'll take a chance on Jonte Porter in the second round. Oh, I would love uh, he that. He was a lottery projected player until the ACL injury. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not familiar with um, Jonte Porter. Uh, Devontae, what can he do? Uh, Jonte Porter, that's Michael Porter Jr.'s brother. They both played at uh, Missouri. Oh, like, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he was like a, he's got a, he can stretch the floor and like bring it inside and all that. But he's like, like 6'10, like kind of like a four mm-hmm. or five mix type. The only problem okay. for him was that he tore his ACL like twice yeah. in college already. So you already Ooh, know how twice. that, what that does to yeah. people. So, so like, yeah. it's, it's a question of if he's going to even be drafted or not. Cause it's not like, you're not going to be the same player, especially as uh, with two ACL tears. But I, I'll take a chance on him at least at like what 41. I would do it and see what he can bring because he. I, I feel like he could still be that that guy. Like he's not going to be as fast, obviously, but like those 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 skills ain't going to just go away. So I think Jonte Porter would be a nice pick or a nice just nice to see what he like. See what a player can do in the second round. That'd be a solid pick for me. Yeah. What's up, man? Mike, uh, man, Mike is joining us in the uh, chat, and I certainly agree with this one hundred percent, man. Mike, the league does not allow you to play defense, so That's what you fair. can do is draft athletes. I like that. I like that's fair, man. Mike, um, yeah, you, you, you know, you, you can't touch anybody, you know. Uh, so what you have to do is draft athletic guys who can yeah, possibly should. stay in front of guys and cut guys off to the point. I, li- I like it a lot, man, Mike. Hey, man. I w- <laughs> man, Mike, text LP and tell him your strategy. Let's get something going. <laughs> they might have a um, bench spot for you, man, Mike. What's up, Smitty Sports Machine? What's up, fellas? Uh, Brian Skills, uh, he's here. Oh, he was letting you know he's here. <laughs> he was playing 2K with his friends. You <laughs> started watching us? Come on, man. Juke uh, <laughs> Juke said the East was stronger than the West 2011 through 2014. Was that was that LeBron in Miami during that time? Well, it was kind was of that LeBron in Miami. Well, I'll tell you that I, I get what he's saying. It was kind of even because was the conference stronger or was a couple teams stronger? It was a couple. We're talking about six, because, 15. Because because you, here, here you go. Hold on, hold on. You had you had you had the uh, Mavs. They won the championship. Then then the Heat won they two championships after that, and then San Antonio won. So they was two for two during that time. Yeah, Miami Heat yeah. should have won the first one. <laughs> That's yeah, like the Thunder should have won the first one. But who? It was the Heat and the Celtics. It was the Heat and the Celtics, and who was strong out west? Uh, Portland was strong out west. Uh, San Antonio. 
I meant San Antonio. I said Portland. San Antonio was strong out west. I mean, we can always go with San Antonio. Oh, uh, he uh, during that time. Who 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 did the Heat? Who did they play in the finals? Um, they played San Antonio, and who else did they play in the finals the other year? They played play, play, OKC. OKC. And then they played uh, – who the second year they played? Was it San Antonio? Mavericks. They played the Mavericks. They played the Mavericks, and the Mavericks won. But I think the second yeah. time they won, I think they played San Antonio. They beat Yeah, San Antonio beat them. Yeah, that, yeah. that Ray Allen three, which was lucky. Mm-hmm. So they shouldn't have won nothing. But I'm just being petty, though. <laughs> uh, all right, so you might you might have a good point um there on the eleven to fourteen though. Yeah, you might have a good point there on the eleven to fourteen, the uh juke juke. Uh oh, okay, Pat Man. KP was Chris Stapps for Zingas, who he meant by KP. Okay. Um and uh Juke Juke said you had the Heat, the old Celtics, the Pacers, and the Dead Rose led Bulls. Okay, Juke Juke. Yeah, I forgot said, about the Pacers and uh Dead Rose. You he know, said the old Celtics. Need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, they got old Celtics now. Shoot, they were, yeah. Oh yeah, and the Hawks were okay during that time. Yeah, the old the Hawks were okay during that time. Okay, so yeah, maybe during that stretch the East was stronger for a few years. I give you that, Juju. That was a good call. I, I go in the regular season. I don't know about the Hawks in the playoffs. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Playoffs. We knew what happened in the playoffs before before 2014. No, and it wasn't LeBron talk. I was just saying that when we think about the East, it was, it was the, the teams LeBron was on, not that the what's the name, but we're not going LeBron talk. I'm not a LeBron yeah, hater, but I'm not a LeBron oh, sexual. I'm going to talk about LeBron talk in a minute, but it ain't going to be about NBA, but go ahead. Okay, I'm interested in here. Well, let's get to that because you teased that one. I want to hear what you got to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, hey, that was an awesome radio teaser. Look at Don over there been uh, practicing on his radio. <laughs> um, uh, Smitty Sports Machine said Frank Bruno would be a solid pick at 17 if Atlanta keeps this pick. Uh, what do you think about that, Devontae? Frank Bruno. Yeah, and, and I have to admit that, you know, uh, I always defer to Devontae because I'm a casual college basketball fan. So if it's not the top guys, I really, really don't know. College basketball just. Don't get me started. <laughs> That's a good part, Frank Bruno. I'm gonna put him in my notes and I can look at uh, his stuff. Is his name Frank? I swear I haven't paid attention to his first name. I just knew it was Bruno at the end, like his last name. I know he's like, a, I know he runs the floor well. I know I seen a video. He runs the floor like a gazelle. That is impressive. If my last name was floor. Bruno, don't call me anything else. I only have a first name. Just call me Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> don't even have God. Just call me Bruno. That's all his name. Is it not Fernando? I swear it's Fernando. It is Frank Bruno. Well, Frank Fernando. So Frank could be short, short for Fernando. I Frank Bruno. It came. It was a boxer. Yo, is it Fernando? Let me look at it. Is I swear uh, he it's probably Fernando. Nando. You know Nando. Look Nando from the apartment. You know who he means. But I know, I know he can run the floor well. That's that's what I've seen. Like he gets up and down yeah. that court. Like he the only one want to play defense. I've seen it. His name yeah. Bruno. His name Bruno Fernando. Oh, Bruno look Fernando. at that. We I'm pretty it. sure that's who uh, Smitty meant. Yeah, Fernando Bruno. That's who he meant. Yeah. Yeah, he played for Maryland, don't he? That's who he played Yeah. And Juju, you were right. Everybody forgot how good the Pacers right during that era. Yeah, yeah, like we completely forgot about the Pacers during that era. I did. I'm sorry. You are completely right. Is that uh when Ron Artest cost him the championship? I don't know if you guys have watched the um documentary on uh Showtime, the Ron Artest documentary. If not, check it out. It's pretty interesting. 
I like Ron Artest. I think he. Yeah, I think chicken. he means the Paul George, uh, Paul George, Lance Stevenson, Danny Granger era. Yeah, that was that. That was, that was pretty good. That was oh, cause so that was that would have been after. Okay, that was after Ron Artest. Yeah. Didn't the Hawks take him to seven at one time? I feel like oh, the Pacers? Yeah. yeah, seven or Man, six. Hawks getting game seven. We're we, we'll take you to game six or seven to lose. <laughs> Hawks will. We good for that. We'll we'll give you a little drama in the playoffs, but that's about it. Yeah, that's I like that, it. though. <laughs> yep. And the Pacers took LeBron to um six games. And uh, who else? In the chat, um, Nick Clack, Nick, Nick. Claxton's name has come up a couple times in the chat. Uh, what do you think about Nick Claxton, a local kid out of UGA? Uh, don't don't get mad at me when I say this, chat. But no, be honest. Be honest, <laughs> I, think, bro. I feel be like honest. he's just an early second round talent. I don't know. I don't understand why he's jumping into the late first round. Um, you know, I when I do watch college basketball, I try to watch UGA and I try to watch Georgia Tech. Uh, I thought Nick Claxton was a mid. So I gotta be honest. No, no, no. <laughs> no look, I, I did a look, I did a draft, I did a draft projection. Uh I did a mock draft and I drafted him at 35. He's a second round. I think he is second round um class. I mean, I yeah, <laughs> people, people are talking about him going as high as 24. And I'm yeah, like, I'm not gonna get him at no 17. That's a huge Okay, oh, so we agreeing. Okay, oh, no, okay, so no. we're agreeing. Okay, oh, no. yeah. So we all three agree there. Yeah, we think that's a little, that's, little high. That's a me. huge reach. I get him at night if he's re- if he's available at at thirty five. I get him at thirty five. True. And uh, Dougie Fresh said he think the Hawks have promised Nick they'll pick him at seventeen. Yeah, but then they're gonna trade away the seventeen pick, Dougie Fresh. <laughs> oh, <fine, laughs> so then they say, hey, we ain't lie to you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna trade away the seventeen pick. So then we tell Nick, hey, we didn't lie to you. Don't promise nobody nothing. Just, just see if they're there. <laughs> Don't yeah. promise nobody nothing. And uh, Smitty Sports Machine said, yes, he's uh, – Fernando Bruno is a solid defender out of uh, Maryland. He needs work on his low post game but moves well for his size. Okay, so that's the guy who you think that come in and protect the realm because I, I certainly think we need that guy. Man, maybe I'm just I'm, – I'm, I'm just an old school guy, and I know that the rules have changed. But I'm sorry, man. If I was out there playing, I would knock Steph Curry on his ass. But man, I wish James Harden would. I'm using all six fouls, and I mean, I'm using them. You ain't gonna I, get I the six. They're gonna eject you after the first one. Hey, man, I bet you. Hey, I bet you the crowd gonna clear me, cheer me as I run off the court, <laughs> taking off my jersey, throwing it in the crowd. But you're not coming off. Shooting all them little shimmy, man. Please, I, I just, I'm built different. <laughs> I, I'm built different. I'm sorry. I, I feel the same yeah. way though. I liked when that Shaq used to throw Allen Iverson on the ground all the time, even though he came <laughs> back at him. But I like yes. that type of basketball. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I don't, I won't, don't want to see anybody get hurt. And I realize it's basketball, but not football. But it's, it's just, man, like. I'm still with the no open layups. Like, if we play 21 right now, you come through, there's no open layups when I'm on the court, <laughs> period. <laughs> we don't. That's not happening. And I want to see that guy for the Hawks. I want to see Bill Lambert Jr., Rick Mahorn Jr. on the Hawks. I think that was Ivan Johnson from uh, the Larry Jr. We need a thug. We need one. a thug. We need a thug. We don't have that guy, and that's the guy I'm looking for. That's the guy whose jersey I'm buying. That's the guy I need on this team next year. But are they built like that anymore? With the, the only thug we got was uh, 
Zach Randolph. Where were he at? Yeah, I'm saying we, we need one. He the yeah, last OG. Yeah. Zebo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, we saw because because when we when we had Paul Millsap here, I thought Paul Millsap was gonna be that guy. Uh, I mean, I like Paul. I'm not damn Paul. But it was a few times I wanted to see Paul knock a guy on his behind, and it didn't happen. I'm like, Paul, come on, you. You know, uh, Paul, Paul just gets smacked in his face seven thousand times a game. So, <laughs> and and you know, I I can say it is a different era. It is a different different game. But I I just need to see that that comeback. Yeah, and just like uh, Mad Mike said, yeah, the NBA. They don't. They don't allow that. I do. I realize they don't allow that. So you know, man, Mike, I like your take earlier. We should uh get more athletic guys. But you know, we can just get a guy with just a little bit, just a little bit of you not gonna do that on me. It's how I want a guy to feel. It's still in your car to I'm outside. On the, let me move. I'm sorry. I'm over here on the balcony because that's where I can be at. So I'm like, all right, there it goes. Stop. Come on now. This it can't be no look, man. This can't be Mad Mike Sports Podcast now, man. Yeah, I was hoping that nobody out here is gonna play no loud music or nothing. I, I, was, I don't know how long the podcast been since. Now. I don't know I if y'all. Look, I don't know if y'all watch Mad Mike uh, Sports Podcast for the people who listening. But you watch that if you watch a live stream of his, you go hear some some uh some sirens. You go hear some horns. <laughs> but you know what though? The show like he be speaking nothing but gospel on them, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> that Georgia boy just put surrounded. Yeah. That Georgia boy just put in the chat was Josh Smith that guy? No, somewhat. No. That Georgia boy sometimes he would, but Josh Smith, he was such an elite shot blocker. A lot of times he didn't have to knock you on your behind because Josh Smith was an elite shot blocker. I mean, he could he he could block shots with both hands and different ways. So a lot of times he didn't have to knock you on your behind. He could block the shot. But he did play with an attitude and toughness. But, you know, Josh also was a bit of a hothead, too. And he's going to go out there and take some ill-advised threes. Yeah, you probably have to go back to, like, <laughs> the, the Mookie Blaylock era for some defensive stoppers or some hard-nosed vet type players. And everybody knows Mookie is one of my top all-time Hawks. And Mookie Blaylock slander will never be tolerated. And y'all should go and look at Mookie Blaylock's stats. I bet you they will blow you away. I bet you you'll be like, I didn't realize Mookie Blaylock. Dude, Mookie Blaylock is a completely underrated NBA player. He's very good. I would love to have Mookie Blaylock back. And he's going to take an ounce to the airport at Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, what about Zaza? Pull to it. What about Zaza? Uh, Zaza was a crowd favorite, and, and Zaza would try to knock you on your behind. Okay, I give you Zaza, but also Zaza also wanted to average 10 points a game so bad that, man, he want to shoot it every time he touch it. But Zaza would um hustle and, and knock you on your behind at times. I will give you that. And Zaza will hustle. He certainly will hustle. So I give Zaza that. I remember he tried to fight Kevin Garnett. I was like, <laughs> I don't know anybody that tried to do that in like the whole career. Hey. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, I got a I got a shout out Nick Nick Chelaney Nick Chelaney and Chris Domino man Nick Chelaney said years ago that Kevin Durant I mean Kevin Durant Kevin Garnett is a fake tough guy. He is dog. <laughs> Kevin Garnett <laughs> man for real he played thug man Kevin Garnett ain't Kevin Garnett likes to play thug. Kevin Garnett was not a tough guy. 
He was pretending. He's not a tough guy. He scowls and do whatever. Kevin Garnett was not a tough guy. Nobody was scared of Kevin Garnett. He ain't, try to, he ain't try to fight Dwight Howard that one time. I know that. Y'all know who was a tough he guy, though? He now and day. Y'all know who was a tough yeah. guy, though? Gary who? Payton. Oh, Gary, Gary Payton from from, <laughs> from Compton, ain't he? From L.A., ain't he? Gary from Payton. Bay Area, yeah. yeah, I mean, from the Bay. Yeah, he's from the Bay. From Oakland. Yeah, that's right. He's from Oakland. Yeah, Gary Payton. Yeah, Gary, Gary, Gary G. That's Stephen Jackson. Everybody know about Stephen Jackson. <laughs> Stephen Jackson definitely got that thug in there. <laughs> What's up, it's Jack? <laughs> All right, go back to the uh, police. Uh, <laughs> look, go back to the police real quick. They joined. They uh, clown you in the chat, Devontae, <laughs> about what's going on over there. Devontae, um, uh, he, you know, they they hadn't cleaned up every part of Bankhead yet. Devontae still, but anyway. <laughs> wait, wait, why, why, why clown? What happened? Because of the uh, the sirens in the background. Oh my bad. I'm actually in College Park area, so. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's the new bank here right there. <laughs> that judge boy around the corner. They, hey, you better watch him because he'll take off in your car and go over to Wayfield. Uh, <laughs> Smitty Smor- Sports Machine. I'm pretty sure this is aimed at you, Devontae. He's asking, would you make a deal for Terrence Ross, decent three point shooter that can what? run the floor and good six man? But I'm not making a deal for Tim Hardaway Jr. again. That's mm, the same dude. Same player. Same yeah, player. The okay. Same player. Like an uber athletic can shoot the three, but inconsistent is all get out. No, I hey, y'all got to talk about Tim Hardaway Jr. now. <laughs> oh, Michigan guy. Here we go. <laughs> Tim Hardaway, another guy who from uh from from Oakland, right? And then Tim Hardaway come up pretty rough too. I think he's from Oakland too, right? And Tim he, Hardaway. I ain't, ain't Tim Hardaway from Chicago. Oakland? He's from Chicago. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm mixing them up. Okay. Uh, Juke Juke say Boogie Cousin, the real one. No, no, no. He, he fake like that. I, I, like yeah, I, I, I think Boogie fake. Yeah, I do too, man. I think Boogie fake. I think Boogie do that because he's 6'10 and he's 250, but I think Boogie fake. I think Boogie, you put another 6'10, 250 in him, I think Boogie will say, okay, and, and back down. I, yeah, I don't think Z- Boogie built like that either. I remember Zebo went head up with him talking about bullies get bullied around where he from. I remember that. Yeah, I, 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 I think yeah, I think De- DeMarcus Cousins just do it because guys are smaller than him. I think you give a guy the same size as him, and I don't think he'll have that same attitude. That's that's yeah. a real tough guy to me, just not like Kevin Garnett. He's doing it because he's bigger than you. Put a guy his size in front of him, a la, you know, uh, Dwight Howard. And he'll be right, you know, Dwight, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> you know, I text you. <laughs> yeah, DeMarcus Cousins' attitude is horrible. I remember he almost tried to get in a fight with John Wall. Like, y'all niggas went to school together. Yeah. Like, come on, you know him. Yeah. We're here fighting your friend. Say Reggie Evans. Smithy, uh, Smitty uh, Sports Machine said Reggie Evans was a thug. He was. Oh, yeah, he tried, <laughs> yes, he, he was. He smacked John Ball that one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, there, Reggie Evans has some uh, notorious off-the-court <laughs> stories, too. I ain't going to get into it. But, yeah, I've heard that uh, he was a real one. Um, so, let me ask you. Uh, both of you guys. So, this time tomorrow, what picks do we have? Oh, well, I'm sorry. What what picks will we be making tomorrow? What picks are we keeping? What deals do you think we made? What number are we drafting at tomorrow, basically, is what I'm asking. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say we keep the top three picks that we got, the 8, 10, and 17. I don't think we're going to keep 35 and 41. I think they're going to mm-hmm. trade that for either a young, young player that can probably develop or, like, some more future seconds. What I'm hoping they trade at least one of those from uh, 
to New York for Frank Nilakina because I think he's like his defensive potential is just top notch. Like offensively, uh, that's another problem to worry about. But I think defensively, him and him and Brembury, they can do some switches and start you know causing wrecking havoc to the other teams. So I think just he's not he's not necessarily a point guard, so we gotta have to find out what his position may be. But I think defensively, he he fits. So I'd rather them trade at least one of those seconds for him. I'm thinking think, we're going to end up keeping the 10th pick and we're going to try to package that 8th and 17th pick to move down. Um, and we're going to probably keep our early second round pick. Um, dang, that, that Georgia boy actually is in the chat. Just pretty much we agree. I think we're going to end up drafting 4th or 5th overall. Uh, I think that some kind of way we'll we'll package the eighth and tenth to move up to there. So I see us drafting fourth or fifth and keeping the seventeenth. So I think that some kind of way we'll we'll use the eighth and tenth or a player or something to move up to the fourth or fifth. That's what I see us doing. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I honestly hope not too, because I feel like this isn't a this isn't a draft where the top five guys are somebody you got to have. Like. The top three, maybe, but top four and five is a crapshoot. Like, you got Jared Culver and DeAndre Hunter, and both of those guys could be like solid starters. But I'm looking for like people that can, you know, become a star, like just be that dog for your team. And I don't, I don't see that guy here to trade up with. I mean, I it just listening to Lloyd um, Pierce yesterday on the radio. I mean, it was the way he was saying it. I mean, he was almost basically saying that we'll do whatever we can not to draft three three rookies, you know. Uh so I, I think that I, I hope that they don't they don't get overzealous, you know, and, and just make the deal just for the sake of that. But I'm I'm pretty sure listening to what he was saying, they're gonna be pretty aggressive trying to move up, you know, to out of those picks, basically. I mean I don't I honestly don't see the problem with like let me wait. Uh, I don't see the problem with three picks. To me, I understand like when it comes to like when their when their contracts are going to be up. It's probably going to be up around the next time. Like Trey Young is going to have another contract extension, but just mm-hmm. always going for that guy that you think can contribute. I think that's never going to be a bad problem. Like just three, three is like a top. I don't think you should draft four or five rookies to this team, especially with the way they have the makeup. We don't have those three spots yet from the expiring contracts like Kent Bazemore, Miles Plumlee, and Allen Crabb. So I think I think you draft three just to replace them because you know you're not re-signing not, not one of those players. So you get three, you potentially replace those three guys I just mentioned, and then we keep shooting for it like, because, you know, we're going to have that money in the offseason to go for whoever comes out. I don't know which year they're going to probably spend their money, probably uh, 20, 2020 offseason. But I think you just keep going for the young guys that you think can be the next Hawk stars along with Trey Young and John Collins. Uh, yeah, and we know New York, they already blocked the trade at three. And four or five is the best we can do, is uh, what Smitty said. Um, the real Pat Man said Philly lost both the double headers against the Nets and Braves. Oh, Braves winning 72 in the bottom of the AP. I'm watching the Pat. You see me keep looking away. I'm looking at yeah, that's what I'm, I'm talking about, too. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I see me keep glancing away. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the Braves game. <laughs> uh, and uh, Juke Juke, you said if we get up to three, my boy is going to be there. Which boy is your? Uh, which one is your boy? And um, uh, Lex Lex Zone Six joined the chat. What's going on, Lex? He said there's not a single player on the rock 
on the Hawks roster whose primary position is small forward? No. <laughs> wow. That's what I said. We're gonna have to draft. Wow. Yeah, you're right, man. Forward. We we going that's what we got to end up doing. I know I said it early in the podcast, so. Yeah, you're dang. I, n- I never thought about that before, Lex, but you're absolutely right. We got a bunch of tweeners. We got Kevin Herter and Baysmore, who are really twos. And then we have uh, John Collins, who's really a four. Dang, you, you're right. I mean, right. I think I think before the draft, I put Crab there just to, just to have three shooters. Yeah. And uh, running around. I believe, yeah, I floor. believe that Crab is the guy we put there. But, yeah, you're right. Like, just a true wing-type guy. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Smitty Sports Machine answers that. Oh, Cam Reddish is the guy he was saying at number three. He's the best all around three in the draft. Okay. So so you know, and I, I think that's the player uh, that we're going to. Well, obviously we're going best player available. I would think that the club would love that best player to be a three guy who can defend, run the floor, and help facilitate. I mean, who doesn't want that guy? I mean, I, I was thinking about this earlier, and I, you know, if we had a guy like a la Draymond Green, obviously, who doesn't want Draymond Green, of course. But if we had a guy with that skill set on this team, a guy who can help facilitate, pass the ball to Trey and Herder coming off down screens, defend, switch out the pick and roll and run. Man, if we had a guy like that on this team, man, that's the guy. I'm looking for uh, John Collins isn't that guy because he can't handle the ball as well as Dre Draymond can, but we need a guy like that. We get a guy like that, man. I think that's that's ten or fifteen wins on this team, easy. Mm-hmm. Ten or fifteen might be a lot. I'm sorry, but eight to ten wins. Eight to ten wins. <laughs> you laughing at me, Devontae? Yeah, because you said eight. That was a lot, but I'm trying to see. I'm trying to think. Is yeah. there a guy that's kind of that, you know, kind of a big guy facilitator? I gotta, I gotta yeah. research more. I really don't know if there is that guy in this draft specifically. Tell me in the yeah. chat though, if y'all, if y'all know already, just let us know. Or, or even a free agent. And like I say, I know I said Draymond Green is like, you know, obviously, who wouldn't want a guy like that? But I just mean a guy with a Billy similar. Chris just said Amari Spellman is supposed to be that Dray- Draymond Green. Can Omar handle the ball like that, though? Devontae, do you think Omar no. can handle the ball like that? <laughs> he yeah. said no. See, yeah, like, no, like, I don't you think he can handle the ball like that. I think he's like, a, uh, he's like that prototypical stretch four. He can, he can. Yeah. Draymond grabs the ball and he pushes the ball and he's across half court in three and four, and that's setting up the offense. You notice when Draymond is pushing the ball, Steph is not running to get it from him. He's going off screens to get free. You know, like, you see Omar gets the ball, you know, Trey's like, no, give it to me. Stop. <laughs> Before you do something stupid. You know? So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, he can't push the ball like that. But yeah, this, I, team I doesn't have a, this team doesn't have a point forward. I think that's what you're looking for. Yes, yes, a point forward. I, I would think a point – because, like, like I say, Trey – Imagine letting Trey operate without the ball in his hands. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure Kane's a great shooter. So I would think that when at times we could take him off the ball and let's free him up so he can go off screens and, and do things like that and get, you know, I'm pretty sure it's easy to do that without the ball. I mean, yeah, I'm not Trey right. on, but I know it's easy for me. Yeah. Let's do a couple more chats, a couple more questions in the chat, and then we're going to go ahead and end it. Um, 
That Georgia boy, uh, 17, said, I wish they could uh, sweet talk Kawhi Leonard uh, to come to Atlanta. Look, man, I'm going to tell you like this here. If Leonard comes to Atlanta, I'll buy everybody in the chat a Leonard, jer- a Leonard jersey. <laughs> if he comes to Atlanta, he's not coming. I'm just let's let's keep let's just be realistic, y'all. He's not coming to Atlanta. Even even I, I wrote I wrote about in my um my my article that I wrote the Clay Thompson rumors. Mm. Even if he not gotten hurt, y'all Clay Thompson wasn't coming to Atlanta. Clay Thompson is born in California. Went to college in Washington, plays in Golden State. He's a West Coast guy who's playing in a championship team in a great city and can get offered the max. Why in the hell would he want to come to Atlanta? And then on top of that, Golden State, they moving out of Oakland and they moving yeah. to San Francisco next year. So they're going to be moving into a better city, you know, new new facility and everything versus, you know, Coming to Atlanta, like I'm not saying that's wrong. Coming to Atlanta, like it, we got we we have a great city ourselves. But Clay, I don't, I never thought Clay was coming here. You know, yeah, it, it wasn't gonna happen. KD, yeah, KD, but now it wasn't gonna happen. It could have, KD could have, it could have happened. Devontae, do you think it was any chance that either one of them would have came here? No. Any chance? No, no, <laughs> they they like to live here. <laughs> they don't like to play here for some reason. I'll never understand. exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. You gonna get back in the chat, Don? Next year is gonna be different. So yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh Mike Mike Sports said I don't want that uh lucky quitter on my team. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Kawhi, y'all. <laughs> well, hey. All right. But as I was saying earlier about um I guess LeBron James. I guess y'all noticed the news came out today about, I guess, Space Jam 2. I'm going to try to figure out how the movie going to end. I'm pretty sure the movie's going to end up ending like he lost the, he lost the game. All the uh, Looney Tunes people going to be slaves on, on uh, you know, on the Monsters. What's the name of that, um, the planet they from? It's been a long time since I watched Space Jam. I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah. I'm pretty sure he's going to end up wait, wait, begging, play for him, for the um, uh, for the um, uh, what's the name? What's the name of the team? The Toon Squad. Toon Squad. I'm not going to watch that movie. I'm not. <laughs> so time out. Time out. Huh? Time out. You saying LeBron James going to lose the finals in Space Jam? Damn. LeBron going to lose another finals? Yep. <laughs> that's the only way. Look, that's the only way you can make it like realistic, man. I mean, I mean, Michael Jordan barely won, so <laughs> <laughs> he won. though he never lost the finals. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be crying. Right, I think uh, gonna be crying the whole movie. Talking about he need help. He gonna <laughs> he gonna get some of that secret stuff. They gonna have they gonna have a different version of that. It's gonna be Kool Aid. <laughs> Extra sweet, <laughs> red. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's um, pretty much for the chat. Everybody, uh, everybody clowning. Uh, <laughs> Georgia boy too. I'm not interested in Space Jam too. I wait till it's on cable and watch. And we know we're still on cable too. So you can watch it on your stolen cable. <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> going to be red tears. <laughs> Braves won. Yep, Braves did win, you guys. Yep. Yep. All right, so, uh, hey, man, I forgot to tell you guys as well. I got to uh, plug a new, is me, um, I'm writing articles for the Hawks now for uh, Atlanta Sports Page. So uh, check your boy out, um, writing Hawks, Hawks articles. I actually published my first one today. Uh, you can, it's on Twitter. You can see it, click on the link in uh, my Twitter. And uh, just talking about five upcoming free agents that the Hawks think I can, uh, think they could get. So check your boy out on uh, his new his new endeavors. We told y'all a few months ago, just the beginning. Uh, Feel Sports Podcast, man. We we taking over. We're gonna be taking over. So, congratulations to Coach um on it on his new gig. Definitely, definitely read his article. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that Georgia boy, somebody with Comcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Devonte, um, <laughs> plug. The, the ones you want to plug this time and let them know where they can find you at. Yeah. All right, let me, secrets, I'm going to go ahead and say the podcast first. It's the Heart of Atlanta podcast. That's at HOA podcast on Twitter. I'm going to get the YouTube set up. I'm going to tweet that link out when I, and the SoundCloud when I finish that. You can find my articles on sportstalkatl.com. My Twitter is at cookiebynature. Go ahead and follow me right now. I'll follow back unlike others. I got to say that because some people don't do it. But i follow back. So, Go ahead. He does. All right. Yeah, he does. And um, say your uh, your podcast short name again. I don't think Heart you Wealth Atlanta, HOA podcast. Oh, okay. What All you right. talking about on your podcast, Devontae? I'm going to be definitely talking about almost every Atlanta sports team. I ain't going to leave not nobody out. I like every gender sports. I'm not going to leave nobody out. I don't even care if it's lacrosse. We're going to talk about everything. Georgia Swarm, I'm not going to leave nothing out. Hey. Done. Yep. Let's see if we can get an Atlanta Explosion player to come on. I just had an idea. I'm going to try to see if we can get an Atlanta Explosion player on our team, on our uh, show. Let me see if I can get an Atlanta Explosion. If you guys don't know who the Explosion are, that's our uh, lingerie football team. They're actually pretty good. Let's see if we can get one of their guys on. Come on now. Wait, I thought that was a steam. What's the explosion? Oh, that the explosion is the nine, just the regular team, not the lingerie team. Yeah, the Atlanta Steam. I think that's the lingerie team. You gonna try to get them? <laughs> well, we have explosion and a, a Steam player on. Yeah, God, so, I had to play for the explosion. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, we got we have to cover our female football in the city. We got to get them some pub. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, 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 I appreciate you trying to include them. That's I respect that. <laughs> all right um all right. so with that being said you guys here's what here's what we're going to end up doing uh far as our social media um accounts go we still have the we still have our twitter accounts we still have our facebook accounts but if you want to interact and ask questions and be and have a knowledgeable conversation with us you're gonna have to hit us up on our facebook group chat that's Forever I Love Atlanta, Sports Podcast, Hometown Chat. All right? When you join that group, well, ask to, you got to request to join. All right? Once you request to join, I accept you. And then you can choose any group you want, any chat that you want to talk to. We got one for the Hawks. We got one for the Braves. We got one for the Falcons. We got one for the Yellow Jackets. We got one for United. 
We got one for the Bulldogs. So you can choose one or you can choose all of them. Like, I'm pretty much done going back and forth with trolls. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm like, like, look, I'm – I'm in my 30s and I'm having not bald. I haven't lost my hair yet. My hairline has not receded, and that's gonna stay that way. So I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I don't lose sleep over trolls. I don't. I don't stress out over anything. But I'm just gonna let y'all know y'all ain't gonna keep coming up on there, pulling up, and talking noise about our sports teams. I'm just gonna be honest. With you. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So we also on Instagram as well. So, if you're watching this show at a later time, please uh, hit us up in the comment section. Please hit that like button. Please share this uh, video with other uh, Hawks fans or other uh, fans of Atlanta sports. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel, please hit that subscribe button. We will be back this Monday to review the draft. I apologize to a lot of uh, our viewers and a lot of our subscribers. Came up, so you know we're gonna uh, we're still gonna review the draft. It'll just be a few days late. Right, I'm pretty sure uh, Matt Mike Sports he's gonna end up. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's gonna do a review. I'm pretty sure have a CC ride or the neighbors. There's gonna be people that we're affiliated with who's gonna uh, do a review right after the draft. I know some Devontae. people. Devontae, you sure Devontae is gonna do one. Yeah, Art of podcast. They're gonna do he's gonna do one tomorrow. So y'all show us some love. Show us some love. By by Saturday, I want to see him up to 80 subscribers on his new YouTube channel. So y'all show uh show Devontae some love. And then we'll be back Monday um evening uh to do our show. We're gonna have uh special guests from ATL Sports Headquarters. I wanna say Phil. We're gonna have him uh come on. So with that being said, we'll see y'all Monday as usual. As always, come home. It's your hometown. It's your hometown sports podcast. All right, y'all enjoy the draft tomorrow. If you're going to uh, State Farm Arena tomorrow, be safe. And we'll see y'all Monday. I'm out of here. I'm going to catch a plane. Good evening. Y'all have a good evening.